Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary and my patron peeps. Let's get bacon. Uh, who's your favorite bacon? Baking or bacon? Bo bacon. Oh, that's my favorite thing to say. B e is it Bo or B e a Bo bacon? Would you be my Bo? What do you say we get on with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. It could be thoughts you're thinking about, like things on your mind, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations... Uh, changes in time or temperature or schedule or you, you know just you don't know you say I don't know I just uh, it could be something else uh, you say scoots you don't know and I'd say you're right about that uh, I wish I could li- like in some sense I wish I could list it all but, but when I say all the basic stuff I say I'm trying to address it all without saying it all so so because so, I'm, I'm the kind of person who gets so say we all and so shall we all mixed up also, so whatever scheme you like, you know, stuff you're thinking about, anything you're feeling physically or uh, experiencing emotionally or something else, uh, I'm here to keep your company and take your mind off of it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. So I'm going to go off topic and uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Uh, so I'm going to do those things, get mixed up, filler words. Uh, you know what we say around here, filler up with filler words. Uh, you see, could you put some extra filler words on that, uh, Scooter? And they'd say, welcome to Scooter's Diner. The filler word, free refills on the free refills and overfills. We're the only, we're one of the first diners to ever have. And, you know, this became revolutionary in, you know, in my mind. But we were the first diner to have uh, great, great-based counters. You see, these counters are great. And it's, are you making a pun, or do you like the fact that our counters are actually great? Because uh, one of the reasons is it makes, easy, makes cleanup easy. And two, I tend to just, you know, it became an international phenomenon. Brought the diners back. and Everyone said, what happened to those diners? Do they only live in nostalgia? And then a world became where uh, one person invented a diner where they would, uh, and they who wasn't good, at, who wanted to be, you know, who wanted to have a paper hat and an apron and a little sass, and but he was not good at filling up coffee mugs or cups, uh, Taza de Cafe. And so he always overfilled them, and but he knew that about himself. Uh, so he went to the greatest uh, designer uh, of uh, diner counters, the uh, diner designer, uh, Gertrude, uh, whose last name will remain anonymous. And he said, Gertrude, I need, uh, like, I overfill drinks all the time. Uh, what solutions could you offer? And she said, well, we usually make our counters with little lips. And I said, oh, that's so cute. Uh, could I give a counter a kissy poo? 
And Gertrude rolled her eyes and said, are you serious? Or like a lip, like, uh, let me show you a raised portion. And I'd say, oh, wow, I've seen those at work. Those actually do work. How come they got rid of those? And she said, I don't, I'll never know. And she said, they called it progress. And I said, progress. And I said, I was just sorry, Gertrude. I've, I may have paused there because I was trying to think of something to say egress because I don't know if that's what I'm looking for. Something to egress my overpours. I don't think a lip's going to do it because then the customers are going to end up, uh, unless, you know, we sell that as a selling point. Come to the Scooter's Diner where there's ponds of coffee. No, that doesn't sound appealing. And she said, what about a micro grate? And I said, great idea, Gertrude, but I got to run because I forgot I was in the middle of a podcast intro. I wasn't even in the middle of it. Sorry, new listeners in particular. Regular listeners, you've been there before. Not that, not at my diner before. It's new. Uh, and yeah, it has great, great. Also, your, your uh, whatever, you know, your crumbs, they go through the grate too. And then I just wipe it down at night. We take the grates off. And of course, we—that's all compostable. It's even better. Uh, uh, so okay, but so if you're new, you may be confused already. What I was going to do? Oh, I said create a safe place where you could set aside stuff. So if you're new, a couple things to know: one, it's okay not to like this podcast. It's totally cool, and I just want to say that right up front, in order to not be sure, because uh, I, I don't know. I think sometimes people. Uh, feel some pressure. I don't want you to feel any pressure even to like this show if you're new. Uh, so that's the other thing. The other thing is I don't want you to feel any pressure. And you may feel some internal pressure to follow along or make sense of what I'm saying. But as you can see by what just transpired, this podcast just barely makes sense. You say, if you don't think it's this podcast makes sense if you don't think about it too long. And that's why you don't need to think about it too long. Because, I mean, the intro, you could think about it a little bit longer because it's the beginning of the show. Because you say, okay, wait a second. Have I been to any diners with great uh, counters? Uh, and you say, again, I'm tempted to make another yet another pun, but I won't. Uh, but you say, I've seen greats in many other food service areas. And, you know, when I, when I am recording this, I'm forlorn for a trip to a diner. But, you know, maybe when you're hearing this, you know, we could visit diners more often again. And there'll be the great diner revival, but uh, you'd say that almost makes sense. But then, if you started to, if you were starting to think about it more, then you say, "Oh, that's why." Like I can't, I'm not there yet. I, like it'll take me another month or two, and I'll be, "Oh, that's why diners don't have great sir counters because of that simple, clear idea." But this podcast is, you see, that almost barely makes sense. Uh, it's almost a good idea, so. Just barely listen to me, I guess is what I'm saying, because I barely make any sense. And that's like, a, but that can be hard at first when you come to the show. So many regular listeners are just kind of nodding along or doing that. You heard me breathe in and they say, oh, that's Scoots. Yep. He's almost got a good, he's got a, he's got a good idea, but it's like a great, it's got holes in it or it's a porous, it's good ideas. And it's, yeah, they're adaptable. My ideas are, uh, what is that called? When resilient. You could take the idea, you could take the idea and make it better. I'm sure of it, Gertrude, as long as I get 80% of the income from that idea. So, okay. Oh, where was it? Okay, so don't bar- barely listen to me. The other thing is there's really, this podcast doesn't really put you asleep. It keeps you company as you fall asleep. And uh, like, uh, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just here to keep you company as you fall asleep, like a friend. Uh, so, but not really to put you to sleep. I don't know to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, so I don't know. See how it goes. I guess I'm a little bit distracted, both by the diner idea, but I guess part of that, what led me to that, was like there was just like this review of the podcast that someone wrote. They were very, I don't know how you spell it. I rate I R A T E. They did not rate me well. And like, I don't need to really please, like you say, okay, that person, they didn't, they kind of, uh, the podcast definitely did not work from them. And they felt very strongly about all of the things that didn't work for them. And I want to point out to you that that's totally cool. Like, uh, but just see how it goes. The the one thing I say is like, uh, most listeners say, give it two or three tries. It took two or three tries to like the podcast. And that's not for my benefit. It's just to kind of for you to see how it goes because it is different. The idea, okay, wait, this is a podcast. I don't, you're not worried if I like it or not. And I say, no, you know, I'm not worried about it. Uh, even the people that really enjoy the podcast, uh, they say, Scoots, I barely listen to you. I barely know you. I feel like you're a good friend that I barely know. And I say, perfect. I'm doing my job. So kind of just see how it goes. I guess I got that point across. Um, okay. This, so don't need to like the show. Oh, because if you're skeptical, that's what I was going to say. That's how I would approach the podcast. If I was a listener, I'd say, Hmm, I'm doubtful about this idea. Okay. So no pressure, no need to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. The structure of the show is another thing really threw this particular person off. Uh, and the structure of the show is just based on one, how the show grew organically and how we keep it going. So it can come out twice a week. So the show starts off with a greeting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Then there's business. Then there's an intro. So right around the, the, the first part of the show is probably 30 seconds to a minute. Then the business is a few minutes. Then like, so maybe five, six minutes. I don't know. Then the intro is like 12 to 20 minutes. But it's really a show within a show uh, that some people fall asleep to and a lot of people use to unwind, to get 20 minutes or 15 minutes away from the day and to, to, to get ready for bed or to just, you know, start to wind down and start to be distracted. So that's kind of the intro. Then there's business, just podcast structure. And then there's the episode. Tonight we'll be talking about the Great, great British Bake Off or the Great British Baking Show, uh, or whatever it's properly called, wherever you are in the world. I prefer when uh, Raven Simone's going to take it over one day, in my imagination, and she'll call it that British Baking Show. Or that's just, so, I don't know, I prefer, I think that just sounds better, that British Baking Show, instead of that's so British Baking, that's so British Baking Show doesn't work as well. Or that's so Raven's British Baking Show. You'd say, wait a second, where, I kind of get it, but where's the comma and all that? And I'd say, you're right. Do you put commas in titles of imaginary TV shows? So uh, we'll talk about that. Then there's some thank yous. So that's the structure of the show. And I think that's all all you really need to know, other than the fact uh, give the show, like, and the reason I say give the show a few tries is just because it's like, Oh, wait a second. On the second or third try, I realized you're just like a friend I can call on the phone and that talks about nothing in very close detail, but details that I'm not really interested in. Because you see, you don't even know, you, you're the one of the people you get, you constantly call Noel Julian and then you say, you know, then you get mixed up and then you talk about Prue 
and then you like you're the, you're fixated on alliterations, but you actually like I did an alliteration count of the episode one time, Scoots, and you were way off. And I'd say, yeah, that's uh, that's you're right about those things, because uh, yeah. So so you say. Then I realized, oh, I didn't really need to pay attention to you. The idea is, I'm this show is kind of harmless. Uh, I wouldn't call myself harmless because, like, uh, that's just my Nana who says, well, he's not bad. I wouldn't call him harmless, uh, you know, because he can kind of get on the old, uh, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be around him in the daytime. That's what the Nana within me says, because he's not, he's not a bad boy. He's not bad. I say, thanks. Once again, Nana, you know, I thought all the new listeners that uh, they may may have forgotten and they said, maybe Scoots is a. but no, if they listen to this podcast, they know, well, he's not bad boy. He's kind of lukewarm. He's no Luke uh, from whatever, you know, one of those famous Lukes. And he's more of lukewarm. And I'd say thanks. Thanks again. Uh, so, okay. So those are most of the things, you know. The other thing you need to know is that the reason I make this show, you deserve a good night's sleep. I hope that this podcast can provide it for you. It doesn't work for everybody. So if it doesn't, I hope you find something that does. But whatever you take away, no, you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a safe place where you could get some rest and ideally be in a position where you're rested tomorrow and you you feel like you could be like, yeah, I could be more present in my life. That will make the world such a better place. Uh, you know, incremental improvement really is magical. And if we could get that kind of incremental pr- improvement going, it's just great. So you say, well, I gave somebody a thumbs up uh, when I was walking just to do it. I didn't realize, you know, that they were driving a dump truck. So then they dumped, you know, but that was, you know, I, I felt good about it. And they smiled and then pulled the lever. Luckily, it was it was beach sand and they were at the beach. It was just a wrong beach and no one was there. So it wasn't a big deal, just inconvenient. And uh, so and then, you know, if in 2095, they're going to say, wow. That's why. That's how come we could spill whatever we want on our kitchen tables nowadays. And you say, what do you have, like a grated, your kitchen tables have grates or dining tables with lasers or something, right? And you say, well, kind of, Scoots, close enough, not lasers, but yeah, fission or fusion, micro-fusion, micro-machines, actually. I'd say, are those like nanobots? Are those like those things that were popular like Christmas, like eight years ago that you turn them on? And they vibrate and they move around. And you say, of course, Scoots, we're from the future. We just laugh at you uh, in a good way, in a friendly way. Because you were almost, uh, you had one piece of the puzzle, a very tiny piece. And I said, that's all I need, an incremental piece. So you deserve a good night's sleep. The other thing is, I've been there. I know how it feels tossing and turning in the deep, dark night. I just want to help. Uh, so that's it. I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you giving me your time, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for stopping by. And here's a couple of ways we're able to bring this podcast twice a week. All right, everybody, it's bread week. I got to get uh, the uh, captions turned on here so I can see what's going on. Well, I don't have to turn the noise on. Terry's talking. Manon is uh, doing something. They're doing a little preview. Now Noel's talking. Uh, this is like the teaser at the start of bread week, uh, episode... This is episode one. That's not correct. Uh, oh, no. Number one, tasty te- takeaway technical. There's your first. There's a triple alliteration. They, what if there was like a alliterative, alliterative uh, ice skating? I guess alliterative ice skating is almost alliterative. Is, is it alliterative? I mean, I don't know. Ill, 
No, ice and ill is not a... You're right. Is there any other Olympic events? Uh, I don't know. But so this episode opens, so I think I wanted to do this dialogue here. It uh, the, has the comedy sequence to start P-A-I-N, and Sandy's in, standing in front of a sign and an easel. Noel comes and says, I'm here for you. Don't say another word. I'm going to get you a chair, make you a salad. And Sandy says, it's bread week. Uh, I was going to talk about different kinds of European bread, uh, starting with pain, uh, P-A-I, pain, uh, the French word for bread. He brings a chair. And he says, uh, oh, there, don't you feel better? She says, yeah, kind of. Uh, and he says, you know why? Because you and I communicate. Also, uh, that's a, like a wide shot. He kicks his, like, uh, kicks back on the chair in a way that's cool. It's a wide shot, so I don't have the best view. But Noel's wearing black shoes, black slacks, and then a, a yellow and black striped sweater with uh, a furry friend on there. And it says some stuff on there, but it's a wide shot right now. It looks, it's like Bumblebee-esque, uh, matches his hair, which is very dark. And Sandy is wearing uh, blue pants, uh, uh, white, much more comfortable shoes. Uh, and uh, she has a, uh, like a denim jacket, uh, but the sleeves are sh- like decorative. It's a little fuzzy. And then she also has a shirt on, but I, I can't tell the design of her shirt, so I'll talk about it later. And then we see everybody marching in the walk through the garden. There's dog talking heads, uh, some word I circled that looks like Odats, uh, jackets in the AM. I was wondering about the weather because yeah, everyone's wearing a jacket or something. And I didn't know if, you know, this, the stylist talking or what, uh, but yeah, the talking heads, Dan Ruby poking and prodding. There's another alliteration almost, uh, Bryony says she said, well, I want to have a better week this week. Bryony's pretty hip. Uh, like maybe she was punk at some point. Uh, Raul, uh, Raul's uh, talking, uh, then Manon's talking. Manon has some amazing earrings, uh, dangling, uh, like a core. I don't know what you call them though. I'm not good at naming earrings. I don't know. Kim Joy, it's tough to say because their styles are different, but a lot of them, the accessories, uh, I don't know. I'd say Prue versus Kim Joy, probably. Kim Joy has a more joyful and um, accessories, and then Prue has more uh, formal or like what you'd say is stylish. Uh, and Paul, is uh, he's got a black shirt, black jeans on, hands in his pockets right now. Walk through garden. Let's read through my notes like it's poetry, though. Uh, oh, dear. Chelsea Bun, Sweet Bun. Uh, sides got to be touching. Tear one off for the judges. You got three hours. Terry just said he likes a, a Chelsea bun. A dry ingredients. Uh, uh, oh, en- enriched dough, milk, butter, and fats, uh, which slows down the yeast. Uh, Paul loves dough. He says uh, classic tear and share. Um, Kim Joy rises to the occasion. So she's the first one that they go uh, through. Uh, what is, oh, she's making a tarong, tarong, like rove, uh, Paul. Let's see what it says. A beautiful structure there. I'm ahead of Paul. He just said classic Taryn share. Hoping for perfect buns. Kim Joy has an extra step. Uh, they say, morning, Kim Joy. This is when the judges go and visit. Well, tell us about your Chelsea buns. Uh, Tanzong uh, technique. Uh, and they say, what is that? Explain. She goes, it's a bit like a roux. It retains moisture. 
Whenever I hear Rue, I want to say Rue, 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 sing Rue, sing uh, Sophie Dinkums. That was the song I would sing to my, or Sophie's diapers when my daughter was a kid. Oh, then she brings some bread. Oh, some cool cat bread. So her, Nabil has a, a shop called The Traveling Man. It's a comic shop and it looks like a board game shop and maybe RPG. I'd love to go there. And she's brought him bread. Uh, let's see. Paul uh, waffles her in uh, something. Okay, Manon. Uh, she's got, uh, oh, she, they show man in, in her regular life. Oh, she's making like a chai milk, uh, some chai tea bags to add flavor. Uh, then they show her, she's a software consultant. She also wears matching PJs with her roommate, Charlotte. Uh, uh, they have tea and PJs, uh, apricot, marzipan, chai, Chelsea buns, chai, Chelsea buns. There's another, uh, one I didn't catch. Uh, then we kind of have Paul V. Manon. I said, uh. They go back and forth about where, which bread's better, French bread or English bread, British bread. There's another. And she goes, oh, well, I love it when it comes out of the oven. Uh, then we have Dan, spiced orange Chelsea bun, Captain Bread, kneading. So we, Dan's walking with his kids looking for his car just a bit further. Two harsh critics at home of his own. Dan's hoping to impress the judges. Uh... With his classically styled one. I feel like my bread's pretty average. Uh, but there's Paul looking at it. They show Paul lurking around. He's a bread specialist, Captain Bread. You can't pull one over on him. He sleeps in a bap? I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's what Noel said. Uh, Kim Joy, something time. Oh, everybody's needing time. Everybody's needing. Anthony uses a mixer. Anthony uses a mixer. Uh, then we have Anthony and, uh, his partner on a balcony having breakfast, uh, decking up breakfast bun. He's talking about, it. then they're having breakfast, Gary, and they have a really nice balcony. Uh, there's a, a train going by and I bet you there's good people watching from the balcony. Uh, oh, and then he says, uh, yeah, he's trying to do the math and then, uh, they like, uh, uh, Sandy says, oh, no, I guess it's not Sandy, it's Bruce. She says, you're not good at, you don't know the math? Aren't you a banker? Oh, yeah, Sandy does say that. She goes, come on, no wonder we have a banking crisis. Then Paul stops by Terry. He says, Terry, I really want you to flourish this round. Be good. Then we have dough proving, race against time. Ruby's working with carrots uh, and ghee. Oh, Terry's going the extra mile, they say. Fitness fanatic. That was another. I thought it was only the second piece of alliteration. Boy, was I wrong when they describe Ruby. Thin mulch. They, that's what someone says about hers. Uh, uh, honeymoon in Florence. That's where Briny's in Bristol, but uh, with her mom Colleen. But she had her honeymoon in Florence. Uh, sweater. As they get. A, what does this say? Let me have to see what it comes back as. Is this a sweater as it gets older? Still don't know what grade is. Uh, oh, that's a ganache. He says uh, sweaters get. Oh, oh, because everybody's dressed. I said, oh, it, like uh, it seems like a lot of people have layers. But then it get they, during the episodes they talk about how hot it is in the tent. So I don't know how much is that is due to the weather and how much is just due to the baking. Uh, so yeah, right now Ruby's talking about her 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 production and later. 
Uh, Noel will say, geez, I don't even still don't know what ganache is. Uh, Karen, the, her love of color. Uh, we, they show her working on a lampshade with her family or her friends, uh, best dressed. Uh, then Sandy does the time on a bread mic. That's coming up. I want to see that. Uh, that's pretty funny. Oh, they get sweeter as they get older. They're talking about, that's when Sandy and Noel are talking about, uh, uh, balsamic vinegars. He goes, it goes in one ear, goes out the other. Oh, and then Karen Sculler is the Mars band. She has on a beret that matches her glasses and her sweater. And yeah, and then they show her look working on a lampshade at her family home in Yorkshire. And she's making a Christmas Chelsea bun. And at some point soon, Sandy will be on this bread mic and I'll see it. Rolling sequence, that's when everybody's rolling the dough. It's a sequence of people rolling dough. Cardiff City versus Chelsea City. John's talking about that. Uh, oh, first there's outside. There's it is. Uh, it's bread week at, in the tent. Two, one hour gone, two hours left. Uh, terrible tension. Wow, there's like so much. Is, does everything have this much alliteration? And I just, I mean, I know Sleep With Me does. Uh, uh, let's see. Mascarpone or something. Prue says something's disgusting. Don't mind Paul and Prue. Uh, John spends his weekend cheering on his beloved bluebirds. <laughs> Another alliteration. Holy moly. Salted caramel, blue fondant, ice cream, marshmallow on the top. Oh, that's what they say. <laughs> Prue says that sounds disgusting. And they say, don't hold back. Uh, uh, let's see. More, better, better. Number three, Manon, 1120. Oh, this is funny at 11.20. So Dan's rolling. His, this is like the rolling sequence right now. I think we're about 10 minutes in. But coming up here is some comedy. So Dan's working. This is at 11.20. Uh, and, and Ruby's uh, swinging. Uh, uh, this is like Billy. She reminded me of me. She's like swinging. It looks like a piece of dough. And she loses it. And then she looks around to see if anybody saw her. Oh, but the camera was on her. Then Ralph's uh, so stressed, but he does bring a cake into his uh, leisure center for the workers. I said, man, I, what a great guy this is. Uh, he bakes to make friends. Leisure complex, of course, not a leisure center. No, I thought it was a leisure center. And they talk about using a thread to cut buns. Uh, and Raul's good at it. Bryony has not. She was uh, her. She, she, then another proof, uh, Terry. Forgot the fruit and the sugar. One hour left. Uh, uh, gabbing time. Stress. Uh, don't prove too long. My head's inside uh, to prove right now. Anthony. Anthony. Uh, my head's inside the prove right, prover right now. Anthony says that. Uh, the One hour left, Bakers. Uh, that was like, uh, everybody manage your time carefully. What are you doing for the next 25 minutes? Stressing. Uh, Paul's uh, something. Paul's proving Ruby. Uh, is he going to prove, underprove? Let's see what Paul says. Uh, he's going to mess with your head. Oh, I think Noel says that uh, uh, Ruby. Is Paul messing with your head? Paul's prowling. Oh, that's what it is. That was my own, my word. Paul's prowling around, messing with people's heads. Uh, let's see. Anthony. Uh, open swirl, really be well. Uh, oh no, it's Ru Ruby says Paul's prowling like a bear. Can mess with your head, Anthony says. Uh, 
can never tell what he's thinking. Uh, oh, Manon says, I think he wants to see my buns. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, then the buns start coming out, getting directed. Uh, oh, Dan says, Raul, what, what if your buns explode in the middle? He says, please don't say that. Uh, let's see. Yeast uh, passes away. Oh, this is Briny talking to Noel again about the yeast. Uh, going away to the big yeaster in the sky. Uh, waiting on the bake. Nerves watching. Uh, uh, watching over their ovens and their cooking. Five minutes, uh, please. Uh, people are doing temperature checks, uh, and then they're out of time. Oh, no, it's Kim Joy. She says the yeast is going away for a good cause. Uh, get to learn stuff constantly on here. Uh, some people are happy with how it turns out. Some people are stressed. Um, let's see. Anthony's on the floor. Then Noel goes over and sits by him. Uh, Kim Joy looks uh, as Raul stresses. Uh, yeah, everybody's trying to get to things. Final touches, 1616. I guess I got to wait to see what's at 1616. The only thing is that this is different. The iPad I'm watching on has a different timer than my where I, my TV. There's no Terry said good things take a long time, but his are already out. Uh, it's a big waiting game, but it's worth it. Uh, Baker's got one minute, only one minute. Uh, John's bluebirds uh, out of the oven. Rose waiting till the last minute. That's when Kim Joy makes his face. Like, oh boy, is he stressed? Uh, decorating going to be messy. Uh, to say one of these bakers, if they wanted to move in with me, I would definitely tell them bedtime story. Well, I mean, I guess I could only do it once a week because uh, couldn't eat like this every day. But time's up. Uh, chase your place your Chelsea buns at the end of your benches. Uh, they have to say, stop, Raul, uh, don't make us come over there. Uh, time to face the ju- judgment. Uh, Kim Joy, even color, delicate dough. There's another nice one, citrus. Uh, but uh, could use some something more. Manon. Oh, these are heart-shaped, uh, overbaked, uh, tough. Uh, flavor's fantastic. Another alliteration. Dan, even color. Bread is really delicious, really stretchy, d- d- Dan. Oh, Dan gets a handshake. Everybody collapse. Annoyingly perfect, Paul says. Well made. We're in love with you. Anthony, overbaked, tough, dry. Pity, your pithy flavor. No, pity. Flavor's fantastic. Uh, And then he says, stop saying it's dry. Uh, Terry uh, takes, uh, uh, tastes great, uh, looks uh, like, uh, uh, looks like it exploded a bit. Uh, Lovely and light. Oh, no, this is Briny. Sorry. Hers was pretty, but exploded a bit. Uh, lovely and light. Uh, she uh, she thought it was done. Uh, see, Terry spread the fruit. Fru- oh, bad. that was Terry. He didn't spread the fruit evenly. If you'd hit the filling, it would have been perfect, Terry. Uh, Briny's balsamic Chelsea buns, strawberry. They say, okay, it doesn't look like it's folded property, but nice dough. And it's delicious, uh, Bruce says. Paul says flavor's very, very good. Shame it looks this way. Then Karen's Chelsea Buns, lovely looking flavor. 
Structure's lovely, well-baked, uh, uh, ruby, uh, did you have, uh, uh, not enough time, a flavor lacks a stickiness? Let's see what they say. Did you have sugar in your dough? No, but there's sugar with the carrots. He goes, oh, he said, that's not enough. It's hard, crusty. It's not how a Chelsea bun should be. Uh, Bruce says the flavor's interesting, fundamentally lacks the stickiness. Uh, and we have John, impressive, nice, springy, overbaked, though. Uh, like, uh, should have uh, been, uh, been proven more or something. I don't know. Uh, but they say that's the decoration's good, but not for a Chelsea bun. Uh, then Raul, uh, yeah, they say, sorry about too much fruit on top. Uh, are you trying to match my jumper? That's what Noel says. Uh, looks delicious. It pulls apart lovely, soft and gooey, way a Chelsea bun should be. And uh, say it's interesting, savory spices, but with a sweet fruit contrast. Really like that, Bruce says. Baked to perfection, that's what Paul says. Chutney, very clever. That's a good. And then uh, afterwards, Noel says, you don't have to apologize uh, for doing great. Uh, Dan says, what? Dan gives him, like, what the heck? Uh, Then we see pheasants outside. Raul's talking pheasants. Dan's baffled. He goes, bread's not my strong suit. Uh, Terry says, I can't believe it. I finally did good. My best challenge yet. Uh, so that's good. Anthony's feeling a little bit low. Uh, and uh, he goes, I got to get back with the technical. It comes smashing back. Then we have an outdoor shot. Nothing could prepare them for the technical challenge. You know, they got to practice for the that one. Uh, Hollywood, this is going to be one of the shortest ones ever seen. Uh, Hollywood doesn't want to give you much time. A batch of non-yeasted, uh, garlic naan with, or naan with garlic ghee or garlic naan. Hollywood hurdle, somebody just said. Uh, that's alliteration. Uh, uniform in size. Uh, John loves yeasted naan. And they get to grill it. When I, I think it means broiled, though. Uh, Peru asks Paul. Paul, you know, they talk. Uh, Paul has on a like winter coat out. Uh, like they're sitting outside. So is Peru. And they sit outside. You know, T and Nan. Uh, they should do a sequence. Everybody getting, you know, getting ready, trying to read, mix the ingredients. But some people have never made naan, and then some people have just never made non-yeasted naan. Uh, which I guess I've made. I've never made naan before. Even Ruby says, I just take it out of the freezer, which is how I normally do it, too. Oh, yeah, but she uses frozen naan, too. So, yeah, here's Paul and Prue talking about it. Yeah, Paul's got to They both have jackets on, so the temperature must have widely ranged wherever they shoot this. Which I guess anyone in the UK would say, yeah, of course, Scoots. Uh, uh, kneading the sticky dough, wet dough, not getting smooth. Terry's uh, going well, uh, feeling good. Kim joined man and share a moment. Uh, time to prove uh, four minutes. Uh, uh, I think Noel does something with a cat here. Jurassic cat on uh, Briny's paper. Oh, he draws a cat on Briny's paper saying the F-bomb. Uh, then everybody has to make their garlic butter. 
separating the dough. Noel helps uh, Ruby with the shape, the teardrop shape of non. Uh, takeaway, that's like a, a term that Americans don't use. We say, oh, well, yeah, I'm used to like in at the takeaway. Uh, grill pan, uh, hot. Oh, Terry just said, feeling quite relaxed at this moment. Puts you in a good steed. But th- this is also, that might not be accurate. Broiler, I said, are they broiling or baking? Uh, and then they say time. Some people are doing four, two, three, puffing up, uh, some flipping. 15 minutes left. The butter goes on. Last touches. And then there's one minute left. It's total chaos. With uh, one minute left. Terry does a double thumbs up, though. Time is up. And you got to bring your nan up and put it right by your photograph. So first person up was Ruby. And they say incremental shapes like Olaf Brickhouse. Uh, I don't think any of that is correct. Uh, oh, they're skimming the foam off their butter. Uh, then uh, John, roundish ones, breaks, uh, well, tastes good. Shapes odd. Brickhouse. Uh, I'll see what the judges say about it in a minute. Manon, a similar shape, uh, more like a pita, though. Uh, Anthony, raw, out of time, bit thick. Uh, uh, Terry, looks fantastic, light, good color, good flavor. Terry's two for two. Kane, uh, there's no one named Kane on the show. Karen, probably, a bit inconsistent. Okay. Uh, Dan, very thick, flavor good. Uh, one minute left, the, the judges, or the Nolan, uh, 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 Sandy are saying. I said Dan, very thick, flavor good, right? Raul, uh, nice, light, but undercooked. Kim Joy, inconsistency. And Briny, bit raw, uh, wet, uh, so, and something else, a flavor okay. So let me just double check, but I could tell you while they're walking up on the show. Kim Joy came in tenth, Briny ninth, Anthony seventh, Ruby Anthony eighth, Ruby seventh, uh, Dan, Karen, Raul, Manon, John, and Terry. Uh, I don't know who's I was in, forgot. Uh, Brickhard, that was Ruby's. Oh, so Brickhard. I thought it said brick house. Brick hard. I would have never thought that's harsh. Uh, round ones, variety of shapes, breaks well. That's John's. Nice and flaky. Taste is good. A lot of garlic. So he was second place, right? Oh, Manon. Uh, they like the flaking, but a bit overbaked, some of them. Like Pitta. Anthony. These look good. Oh, no. Some are raw and some are overcooked. Uh, looks like he ran out. they ran out of time bit thick, uh, but nice bread. They say Terry's look fantastic, softer, light, uh, but under, hasn't been on the grill too long. Good color, good shape, consistency, good flavor. Karen, inconsistent in shape and size, a bit thick as well. Taste is okay. Dan's look thick and small, uh, but the flavor's good. Raul, nice color, nice and light, but undercooked on one side. It's a pity because it's nice bread, uh, but a thick pita. Kim Joy, inconsistency in the baking. Backs aren't cooked. Uh, cold and briny. They're all the same size. A bit raw, though. Wet, not quite done. 
flavor's okay. And uh, like uh, Anthony points out that roti is a very different uh, type of bread. But Kim Joy has hope for the next round. This one, they do the talking heads. Uh, and then they walk back, which I assume was like uh, on the sun, you know, that they record this on two days. So the second day, maybe they do it three days. Terry has really nice pants. Oh, and there's table talk. So I'll let this play out. Anthony, Ruby, Briny, shots of stressed faces. Uh, oh, there's uh, some interesting stuff. Uh, oh, I was going to do this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Ready, get set, bake. Uh, I don't. I can't. I guess I can't do it in a sleepy way. To do, do, get set, bake. Ready, get set, bake. Uh, Eggs and milk, milk and talking. This is a five-hour baking challenge. Big lumps of dough. Uh, very quick hour. This is the talking heads. Eight nines out, uh, Brian, he says. I just still did it. This is when everybody's walking out. Uh, Anthony says, yeah, I'm from a region that makes rotis, not nons. So get off of my bank. Oh, yeah, Kim Joy's inspired. She says, Karen turned things around last week. It's not an option for me. And we see some nice flowers, and then everybody walks back. Uh, Manon and Terry. Terry's hands are behind his back. Uh, Anthony and Kim Joy. Then the table talk. Terry did well. He needed a good day. He was almost shocked. Uh, Sandy, who's doing for Starbreaker? Dan. I mean, he's six in the technical, but he did well in the first one. Got a handshake. Uh, Raul, you know, he used to always saying it's not good, but he's doing well. Ruby. Uh, Anthony are in trouble, uh, Bryony and Kim Joy for the first time. And they say, Paul, are you under pressure when it's uh, bread week? Is that why you're wearing black? The godfather of bread. Uh, okay. So then they talk about batch baking when they're doing all these big lumps of dough. Very symbolic. Uh, this has to mean something for you. They're doing a giant bread, uh, uh, enriched sweet bread is something and something or other. They're mainly seen at Eastern European festival and celebrations like weddings. Comes from a pagan belief in the magical properties of grain. And Noel says, Thanks, Wikipedia. Everyone laughs. Coravi, three tiers, any shape, impressively decorated to reflect a celebration. And you have five hours, uh, Expecting perfection, Paul says. Orange blossom, center stage, uh, a wedding. Ruby's doing mom, her mom and dad, a wedding cake for her mom and dad, which is nice. Four-tiered, uh, put me back in the running. Uh, let's see. Somebody's doing a crown. Noel makes a joke that I said about Brian May. I got to figure that one out. Uh, Okay, so they're talking. Bakers have to produce a great loaf that tastes good, looks amazing. Any size, size or shape. Uh, good morning, Ruby. Four-tiered Coravise, we said. Uh, oh yeah, shaped like a crown. And she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, my mom's a queen. Uh, and that's where the joke. Noel says, oh, well, my my mom is Brian May from Queen. Uh, so then he, he walks off. See you later. Uh, and Ruby's a little stressed, but she says, you know, yeah, I'm going to make it. This is going to be my comeback. Uh, Anthony's talking wedding celebrations. He does want an adventure. He for, he paid for his brother's uh, honeymoon uh, trip to the foothills of the Himalayas. And I said, holy cow, what a brother, uh, a brother-in-law. 
uh, either way, like, man, uh, what a gift. Uh, so he's, but he's going to do it and honor them with a zip line. Uh, Kim Joy's doing a cat wedding. Uh, Ruffles and Raffles are the names of the cats. I love that she named the cats. Ruffle, I mean, that's like straight out of episode of Sleep. Maybe she listens to Sleep. If you'd say, who's most likely to listen to Sleep With Me out of this cast? I would say, well, Raul's probably, this show, he's probably the most stressed, uh, but it might stress him out more. I mean, I'd say Kim Joy's definitely most likely to be a fan of Sleep With Me. Like, you know, fits all the things. Board games, uh, and uh, since, you know, she just has that sense of humor. Anyone else that we can think of that might listen to the show or, like, would listen to it? I don't know. I can't think. I mean, maybe other people might like it or listen. Sorry if you do. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to guess. Okay. Big ball of dough. Dan's is ginormous. Go, go, go. Bread decoration sequence. Uh, more dough. More dough. Uh, someone's making duck dough and doves. Uh, let's see, lattice work. Uh, Ralph's talking to himself, self-soothing. Kim Joy's making cats. Uh, uh, Bryony's doing a duck. Uh, Anthony's doing designs. Uh, these don't you don't want to rise. You want them to stay together. Ruby's doing doves. Uh, they're a bit fiddly. Uh, two lovebirds. Uh, Bryony, romantic doves. Uh, rep- Noel representing the couple. Oh, Dan's doing him and his husband. Uh, and then Karen, they say, what are those frogs uh, or sea turtles or seals? I think they're supposed to be birds, though. And uh, she's doing a continental breakfast uh, based on somebody she met at a, ho- like a couple she met at a hotel. Uh, uh, Madeline T. I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe I'll see. Let's see. Karen's still talking. Castor sugar. Roadie dough. Uh, that uh, Raul used to play with. Uh, his mom wouldn't let him play with dough. He said, oh, he says, I was never a kind of outdoor person. Uh, so this helps me return to my childhood. Oh, he does one for the first British wedding he ever attended with a lot of flowers and garden, orange and lemon zest. In my ideal world, I'd probably do a lot of ideal decorations. They say, what's your ideal world? He'd say like 200 decorations. They say 200? Uh, that's wild. Uh, Dan, oh no, not Dan. Uh, John is making uh, like a, a Welsh uh, Saints David Day celebration bread uh, with uh, with uh, like uh, a forest friend on top. Welsh tea. Um, he also has pictures of his daughters uh, to inspire him. And never been out to a summer British wedding. Oh, yeah, he says one of his true loves is St. David's Day. Daughters to inspire. Manon has a Fabergé egg on top of hers, you know, because her family has an egg farm. And it looks like it has an L on it. Uh, and some buzzing friends and flowers, orange blossoms. Just shaping an egg is difficult, but, uh, hey, you know, eggs is part of my family history, so I'll figure it out. Briny pulls her first proven piece of dough out. It looks good. She's going to bake some uh, turrets right into her cake. Not as fast as she can, ideally at a slow, you know, unfolding place. Uh, she's doing Rapunzel in a castle. Uh, hair, not too basic, uh, they say. 
Oh, but it's like a bird Rapunzel, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Rapunzel thing is baked inside. Uh, bakers must twist and shape their dough. They're doing their tears. So this is a sequence uh, thing. Yeah, the assembly sequence, they called it. Don't want to do it too complicated. Uh, and plate, uh, p- plating, P-L-A-T-I or something. Uh, hoping the dough retains its shape. Now, Terry uses this terracotta prover, which, uh, spoiler, does not work out. I think I know because baking quash, they weren't, it doesn't look like he soaked them. It looks like they're brand new. And I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but I said, don't you, don't you, aren't you supposed to like soak those in a tub of water first and then take them out and then let them dry out a little bit, uh, uh, or like rub them in oil or flour. But I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but it's stuck and it ended up uh, not working out well for Terry, but he's doing a garden corvai, uh, Oh, he's using scissors to bring the dough together. Oh, this is a funny sequence. We just happened to be here right when we wanted to be. We're right on time right now. Uh, so th- there's like the t- timing thing. What is that thing called? A long piece of bread? But like uh, boulanger? No. Well, I can't think of simple words. Uh, but whatever. Noel's holding a, a green stuffed owl on a long thing of bread. And Sandy's like shooting Nerf balls at it. And for some reason, I can't think of that common vocabulary word. It's like a long thing of bread. You say, oh, you're going to go get, can you get one of those? Not a loaf. I know that word. But the French, the popular French word for it, uh, why can't, man, I can't believe it. I mean, this is like uh, how my brain works, though. Uh, that was at 4227, uh, owl, halfway, what, get cracking, every second counts. So, so this is the stress sequence, pressure cooker. Dan knocks over something and says he's sorry. One dough out, one dough, juggling act, uh, crucial decision to stop proving and start baking. Uh, then we see Kim Joy nestling the cats in Venus space. I don't think that's what it is. Nestling the cats so somewhere. Oh, nestle cats in various places within them. Some of them are grumpy, she says. Uh, oh, then Terry's stuck. Uh, first time he says, please bake well. I think Ruby says that, though. Not, oh, Raul says, uh, not confident in anything in my life. Why would baking time be any different? And I said, I can so relate, man. Then the P-A-N-I-C hits uh, time. Sandy does the time with a chalk drawing, one hour. What is a chalk drawing of, Scoots? I don't know. I'll tell you in a second when it comes up here. A bit tight like a breadstick. Oh, that's what Noel says to Raul. He says, you're a bit tight like a breadstick. You're going to break. You're going to snap. Uh, oh, it's uh, what is that thing called that you uh, sands the time? Hourglass. Uh, chalk drawing of hourglass. And there's some comedy there of Noel trying to move it. Uh, uh, gets ba- Get baking. Burnt wreath. Uh, the funeral wreath, you go out, I quit. That's what Noel says to Ruby, uh, pinky promise. Then he's doing, he says, Are the cat's going to stay together forever. And then Terry has another batch stuck. Anthony says, I'm not going to make it. Uh, my time is running out 10 minutes. Uh, then we have the assembly sequence. If somebody uses the term wonky, 
Karen says that her cake is better looking than her husband. Uh, and then the time is up. Dan is done. Five hours over. Uh, Kim Joy says that somebody, I think that Rowles looks lovely. Lo- lovely Rowell. Will it hold? Uh, then it's raining outside the tent really hard. Uh, Kim Joy and Noel, trust me, a shotgun wedding for these kittens. There's already kittens there. Looks lovely. Like a hot cross bun. But uh, it could have been, it would have been perfect if you had proved it for another hour. So they must have started, that's, I guess, the judgment sequence. Uh, Raul Prusais, uh, highly decorative, really is a showstopper. Uh, oh, look at all that's fantastic. Uh, you're a little genius, that's what Paul says. Uh, then Dan is up, he sighs. Uh, they say, but his, they say, simple, effective, exquisite, uh, lovely texture, beautiful bake, uh, but the flavor's not strong enough, Dan. Almost there. Uh, then Ruby goes, they say, geez, your d- d- detail is spectacular. Lots of filling. Love the almond. Perfection stunning. Oh, yeah, let's see. The first, uh, Kim Joy goes first and, uh, Noel helps her, and they say, you shouldn't have trusted him. Just meowed the kit ovi. I don't know how many cats. Let's just check in because we got a couple minutes. Let's see how many cats I can see. One, two. I paused it. Uh, they're going to do an overhead shot. Three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, let me see if that's right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now I see. And I can't even see the whole cake. That's a zoom in. Ten, at least ten kittens on the cake. Just meowed. M-E-O-W-I-E-D. Uh, that's their friends. Because, oh, they say, are those the kittens? She goes, no, those are their friends. Uh, great plate or whatever they say. Really charming. Uh, let's see, jump back to John, colorful, clumsy, uh, sunk in, bit heavy, too much fruit, bad luck, John. Yeah, like, uh, Kim Joy only needed a half hour more proving. Karen, my goodness, uh, muted colors, uh, lovely. Uh, let's see, let's get to Karen. Oh, wait, what is this, Rowles? Wait, how did I miss that one? Did I fall? Oh, I guess Raul is after. Sorry, I guess I did do his. But yeah, Prue's size. His is so good, really, is a showstopper. Oh, yeah, that's when they call him fantastic. I didn't like that fantastic little genius. I mean, he's a genius. He's a lovely human being, too. Okay, let's see. So back to Karen. Uh, some, uh, they say, my goodness. And there's a couple of things I need to, like, Get it clear on. Oh, yeah. She reveals that they say, my, I like the muted colors. Lovely. Decorations intricate. Uh, wonder what it's like inside, though. Then they cut it. Uh, she says, oh, I'd like to know what's inside, too. Everybody laughs at that. Uh, it's a bit doughy in the middle. Uh, but it's underproved. Uh, disappointing because it looked amazing. 
Oh, and she goes, uh, showstopper on the outside. Uh, then Anthony goes, uh, he makes the birds fly down the zip line. Just to, just to add to the drama, he says, the love birds go down the zip line, which is cute. Uh, and he gets a big smile, simple but effective, but they worry about the color. It could be the chocolate, uh, decorations. A lot of them fell off. Uh, they cut in and Bruce says it's a bit heavy. Oh, not the word. Not proved enough. Overbaked. Ended up with a stodge. Uh, not your best Antony. Uh, but he's still smiling. A bit, bit stodge, yeah. Then John, not baked, flavor lovely. Should have proved it for two more hours. Except that's, is that John? How, do, how, oh, no. I guess Terry's next. I don't know. Maybe I watched it in a different order. Uh, should have proved for two more hours. Uh, it's very citrusy, del- delicious. Uh, oh, yeah, I thought it was Terry. They go, yeah, you shouldn't have 15 minutes. You should, that's where your problem is. That's what Paul says. You should have proved it for two hours. Not well executed. Then Manon goes, uh, her Fabergé-inspired. Uh, uh, love the Fabergé. I got on the top. Lattice is lovely. Hope it tastes as good as it looks. And uh, that's when we really see her earrings uh, shining. That, like That's another pop. Uh, they say it's a bit too strong. The orange flower water, it's like bath bubbles. Uh, lacking salt uh, and it might have affected the texture. Design's impeccable, but the inside is wrong. Uh, then Briny's up. Uh, leaning Tower of Pisa, very basic. Wow. Uh, Prince falls off. They say, bye, Prince. Uh, needs more flavor, more fruit. It's underproven. Briny's definitely sad. But they like, uh, prove like the turrets. Uh, quite a tricky showstopper. Uh, this is, oh, so then they go to the table. Quite a tricky showstopper. Dane was steady. Raul, he's an enigma. Uh, Ruby definitely saved herself. Uh, uh, Briny let herself down. Anthony's his zip line was good. Uh, never met anybody like him. Raul, they say. They go, John had John did okay. Bread fueled weekend. So who's Starbaker? Uh, a lot of swagger. Raul, I think. Uh, then we have. They say, geez, we got to say goodbye to Anthony too soon. Oh, so I guess that's it. The, the, uh, yeah, once the, j- the judge's table or whatever you want to call it is over, uh, they make the announcement. Starbaker with swagger, I guess, is uh, Raul. Yeah, that was how they tease it out. Uh, looked like they had something to grill some lunch outside or something, I just saw. Uh, but they say, yeah, we got to say goodbye to Anthony too soon. It really is. Oh, man. And there's like tears and smiling and a lot of hugs. Uh, and then him, his, his, uh, exit interview or whatever is really hard. He's like uh, crying, like, uh, and smiling at the same time. It's really genuine tears. Uh, and then they do the talking heads, uh, uh, can't have a bad week. Raul uses surreal again, uh, but he says, I think I can bake, uh, uh, Briny, uh, let me see what it says. Cause I can't, Ruby says something. 
But uh, he said, I'm so sorry. Uh, big hugs for Anthony. He says, I'm not going to start smiling. You know what? Because this was a great opportunity. He met a lot of great people. Oof, uh, really hits home, though. Uh, really great. Uh, even Terry's face was red. Like uh, he was going to cry. Happy tears. Real tears. Oh, boy. I think I'm, I mean, I'm getting teared up with Anthony. You know, I keep messing up his name. Uh, Paul says, I'm sure he'll carry on. Karen gives him a hug, uh, but he had to go. Two weeks in a row, Raul. So surreal. I can't believe it. Uh, keep pinching myself. Is it real? Now I think I can bake. So look out. Uh, it was a real showstopper, Bruce says. Uh, took my breath away. And it's his birthday on Monday. Another birthday present. Uh, getting stronger and stronger. Baked beautifully. One last piece of alliteration. He ticked every single box. Uh, and then, he said, then Paul, Paul says, Geez, Ruby, you saved yourself twice. He goes, oh, I'm a cat with nine lives. I got to get my act together next week. Uh, can't deal with that kind of stress. And that's the end of the episode and the end of bread week. Uh, So I hope I baked you some uh, good sleepy dreams. Good night.